Welcome to the Death Me Podcast, produced in association with the Armory. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin Didato. I'm another one, Andy Fitch. I'm another one, Jamie. I'm back. Hey. Welcome back. Thanks. How you been? Um, I've been okay. I had a summer cold. Uh-huh. Um, I also had a bit of a stomach bug. I won't go into detail because it was gross. Awesome. You mm-hmm. can't see it, but Jamie's in a bubble right now because <laughs> we don't want to get sick. But I did lose three pounds. Uh, Andy, you're the best at explaining what the purpose of this podcast is. Why don't you go ahead? Uh, we have a guest come on and talk about something they love that is uniquely them. Today, our guest is the one, the only amazing comedian, Jerry Burgos. Wow. Yep, it's me. The <laughs> number one. <laughs> With a bullet. <laughs> What an introduction. Uh, that is the nicest intro I've ever gotten, Andy. Thank you. I, can We can add things to it. Do you want it to be longer? Yeah. Uh, you can make it as grandiose New or York not. City's Nicest Man Alive, there you go. 2018. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, yeah, it's my biggest accolade. Uh, because this is where my brain goes, what was the worst introduction you've ever gotten? Oh, um, I just think I, I feel like any comedian can relate to like, what oh, yeah. what, what, what is this? <laughs> like, you get like fumfered onto stage. It's like... Oh, just get up here. What's it's this guy's okay. name? Yeah, what's yeah. this guy's name? What, what is this? What? Oh, All right. Uh, oh, there's no music? All right. No problem. Just get up here. <laughs> when that light goes on, you got you got one more minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The number of times it's like, all right, coming to the stage, uh, Justin Daddio. Uh, <laughs> Daddio. <laughs> That's your stage name now. Justin yeah. Daddio. I mean, you like snap up to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a jet. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have said that. That's no. We're getting you a leather jacket. You guys jacket. didn't know about that, and now everybody's going to know about it. Well, we're getting you a leather jacket bedazzled <laughs> with daddy on the back. Do it's not. happening. Do not. Oh. Although, although, remind me when this is done to show you the bedazzled superhero denim jacket that my grandmother saved from when I was a small kid. You're going to love it. I feel oh like you should God. just put pause and <laughs> take it out right now. Nope, nope. You got to make it. You got to wait till the end. Okay. Um, uh, and if you, if you listen to this episode and comment on Facebook... I will send you a picture of it, but I'm not posting it to Facebook. You have to specifically comment on it. Ooh. Anyway, um, Jerry. Yeah, that's me. Um, so what is your just me thing? What makes you individually you? Oh, man. So I'll set this up the way I told you earlier, and because uh, this is something I've been working on a solo show, like pretty hardcore, and it's in itself really hardcore because I'm going through a lot of old emotions that I haven't experienced in a really long time and going like over childbirth. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You don't remember yours? <laughs> you don't it's remember like, yours. No, I just don't experience it very often. No, right, right, it's right. like taking off a turtleneck. Um it's like it's dark weird. and then all of a sudden it's light. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, no. So You're uh yeah, I've been going through that and like I've always re- <laughs> so I'm like coming more into terms of like uh how I've always felt like on the perimeter perimeter of things. Like I'm always on the outside where that's how I've always felt. So like in magic, I figured that I kind of feel the same way where like in society, people don't necessarily respect magicians. You know what I mean? Cause it seems like a really niche and goofy thing, but it's, it's not. Yeah. Uh, uh, just to be clear for those of you that don't know, Jerry is a magician. That's my profession. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's how I make my money. Um, and then the other end of it is because I'm very non-traditional in the way I perform my magic. A lot of magicians are very <clears throat> shitty to me. <laughs> um, and it, it correlates into just like society because it feels the same way where like, you know, not I'm a minority, obviously. I don't know how to break that to a lot of you guys, but I'm not a white guy. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, but like uh, a lot of times white folks aren't the most kind to... Uh, Minorities, uh, but also here's the newsflash: sometimes minorities aren't very kind to fellow minorities because sometimes you don't live up to the expectations of what they think you're supposed to represent, and so it's just an odd thing. And like I've just, it's just coming to be. It's becoming to be much now with it happen, uh, looming over into magic as well. You know, well, you're getting it from both sides of it. Yeah, I get it like, from a job. I get it from my yeah, life. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> you're battling a lot. Yeah, I'm a battler. And it's always so strange because never have I seen someone disappointed 
at a magic show or even if someone's showing a magic trick, that people are always intrigued and they're following along and they have this look of glee on their face. And you're right, there is a stigmatism attached to it, but it, it, everybody at one point or another has enjoyed a part of it. So the, it, it's interesting that it still sort of carries that same kind of stigmatism when people really do enjoy it. Well, I, I, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I will admit that I go into every, every time I see a new magician, I start with, like, this fucking guy. <laughs> like, this, whatever. Like, I'm going to figure out exactly how this guy does everything. And by the end, I'm always like, you're a goddamn wizard. <laughs> like, how that, like, there's no way that could happen. It's, fuck you. You, you know magic. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. That's my mm-hmm. point, is that... But I always and I always start antagonistic, and by the end I'm just like, "Here's all my money. Show me how to do <laughs> Take it. all my money." You are, you are and the guy's like, "I didn't even ask for it." You <laughs> yeah. <don't... laughs> yes, well, you did. You did it with your magic. Multiply this. Multiply Please. this. Oh, yeah, it's like that's the number one trick. Like, make more money. Um, but yeah, it, it's there's that. But there is always the. It's like uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld used to say, like about magicians. He was like, "Every magic trick is the same. It's like here's a coin." Now it's gone, and you're an idiot. And like that's the part of magic like I don't like, mm-hmm. where like the audience is supposed to feel stupid. So like I am a little bit more upfront, like about uh, it's magic, and we're adults, <laughs> 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 and we understand that you know I didn't go to Hogwarts or anything like that, you know. But like, let's have fun, you know. Like yeah. that's yeah. the point, and uh, you know, pe- traditionalists aren't really into that. They want the mystique. Mm. They want me to be like Jean Houdin, you know, like one of the more traditional magicians with like your suit and your tie and presenting uh, the illusions with like stories. So wh- what do you wear when you're magicianing? Because you typically are a... Is that a, the a, verb? Magicianing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the exact verb. Magicking. Magicking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> could, could you typically wear like funky t-shirts and you know like funky as in design not that they smell yeah <laughs> well, it depends on the day <laughs> and the trick yeah, yeah yeah and the trick this is my hiding onion trick um like do you do you have a name oh so i do a lot more kid shows than adult shows so i keep it really simple and it's either the magician or jerry <laughs> or sometimes it gets crazy and i'm jerry the magician stop it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like i don't like to overwhelm the kids and I like performing for kids way more than for adults because adults tend to not like to be outwitted mm-hmm. or deceived or made to look like a fool. Um, and usually the only time I have a problem when I am performing for kids is the parents. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, that's not what I thought was going to happen. I paid you for this. Or and it's like, and their kid is like jumping out of there. It's so crazy. Like, Wow. How people can be. I got stiffed two really? weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the whole thing. I did my whole magic thing. And then at the end, I went to go get the money. Because somebody taught me a long time ago, you should get your money beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, that's kind of like so cold. Like, I don't like right, that. Like, right. it feels like like a like a sex transaction. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I don't trust you in this in this relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um and she stiffed me, and I've been calling her ever since, and she has not picked up my What, phone what was her excuse at the time? What was her number? We'll air it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why don't we call her right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, we should have a call-in part of the show. Do you want to hear the irony in all this? Yes. Please. Her son's name is True. Stop. And she lied to me the entire time <laughs> Wait, I was there. T-R-U-E? Yeah, her son's name was True. Can I um, ask a question that's going to be probably snarky, and I apologize in advance? Oh, no. Do you think maybe she just hid the money that you haven't been able to found yet, and one day it might magically appear? Uh, are you telling me to look in my back pocket right now? Uh-huh. <laughs> look in your back pocket. Jerry, Is there a check in there? <laughs> there's something behind your ear. <laughs> it's been there for a long time. I, I, I haven't told you. No. You guys, thanks for pointing that out. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that was the worst. That's a terrible joke, and I apologize, because that's not fun. That you, It's hard work. It, it's your real job. It's a profession, and you put a lot of heart into it, because I know who you are, and you put your heart into everything, and then... To not be appreciated to the point of not getting paid for services rendered is is terrible. Yeah, it's hard too because sometimes people are just like, "Oh, they don't have a 
tangible thing in their hand. So they feel like, what am I paying for? Mm-hmm. You know, or like a plumber comes to your house and snakes the toilet. They're like, okay, I see the effect. When they leave, you have the chunk of hair in your hand. It's a tactile <laughs> thing proving that they did their job. You see this hair? Clog undrained. <laughs> that's your wife's hair. Sorry. So, well, I mean, that's why you should always do like the somebody give me your watch kind of thing and at the end just be like, I'll give you the watch back when I get my money. money. Yeah, <laughs> I'll think about that next time. I love the fact that you're disrupting magic. Like, because that's what you're doing. You're disrupting magic. You're you're doing it in a way that's all your own and showing people that it doesn't have to be what it always was. Well, because the way it always was is kind of like the way it always was with every other thing in society is that, like, it's a certain class of people who were doing it first. Right. And, like, it's very exclusionary. And uh, it could be really bigoted at times, you know? Yeah. Like, there are people that are still, like... I traveled to the far Orient. <laughs> like, oh, I, no. like, 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 what are you doing? No, don't say that. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and that's like the stuff that I'm really trying to fight. Like there's this one female magician a long time ago. I forgot even the program. It's like a talent show, like America's Got Talent, but like in Canada and before America's Got Talent. And, she had to literally get naked on stage to be noticed because she kept like making a scarf disappear, but she kept taking off more and more clothes. And it's like, why can't she just be dressed and just do a trick? You know what I'm saying? Like, because she's a woman, people aren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really fucked up because mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's the part of magic I'm not a fan of. It's just like <clears throat> all of that. So you don't, you don't have, you don't have stuff. Two assistants in bikinis that are are drawing the eye away. Oh. I no. <laughs> Even if I was some kind of monster man, I don't think I'd be able to put that together. <laughs> so how did you get started with magic? What was your introduction to doing it? Oh man. So like I guess it's like kids. Like I grew up in like the beginnings of cable network TV, so there was like always magic specials on TV and, and like but I never pursued magic as a child. That's why, like, technically, uh, I'm not a great magician. And it's more of, like, performance for me. Um, and I'm trying more and more to, like, respect magic and, like, learn its history and all that stuff. But, you know, it's just a lot of time consuming. But, so, I went to high school and I met this person named Ela, And we graduated. And we didn't see each other for, like, a year or two. And she was not great at making friends, but I was one of her friends. And she was like, let's go to Atlantic City. So I was like, cool, I'll go to Atlantic City. We go there, and I played two slots, and I won $1,000. What? Like, Gosh. immediately. And I was like, oh, cool, I'm happy. I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to play. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I actually went around the next day, and we were, like, shopping, and I found a magic store. And... I got, I bought like a magic kit. Like it's more of an adult one, not like the plastic ones that you get, you know, like the David Blaine or uh, Chris Angel box set. I had a Mr. Blackwell's magic Mr. Blackwell's. Set <laughs> when I was a kid. I loved it. And they're all the same kit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paper like, rabbit. And, yep. Yep. Uh, so I bought this kit and then I like, it just sat in my apartment <laughs> for like another year. <laughs> Jerry. I know. It Jerry. wasn't until, yeah, it started getting like a Jerry, open me up. Because I was so bored. It's something about like being in your like early 20s and living in an apartment that you got like really bored really fast. Like, what do I do now? So one day I was like, I'll start doing these tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do these tricks. To yourself and, or like, did you have a roommate? Oh, so I had like mirror, like closet, like those mirror closets. You know what I'm saying? Where <laughs> oh, the doors yeah. are mirrors. So I would just always perform in front of the mirror. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> I blew my own mind up first. I was like, what? <laughs> Even I don't know where the coin went. Oh yeah, my yeah. God. <laughs> so like, it, I was like, it was mind blowing. I was like, I got to show my friends. So then I started calling my friends over and I started like making routines and then I started putting, making them more shows. So I, I started off just doing like these mini shows in my living room my friends and like everybody would be so fucking wasted <laughs> we'd all be drinking and getting high and just doing magic it was really uh fun um and then vh1 released celebra cadavra <laughs> what 
When was this? <laughs> what is, what, what is this? I don't even know this. Yeah. So goodness. VH1 was on this whole like B celebrity reality show kick for a while, you know? Yeah. And so they wound up doing Celebricadabra where they would take B list to C list celebrities and they would teach them to be magicians. I, kn- I remember C. Howell, whatever his name is. C. Thomas, Thomas Howell. C. C. Thomas, Thomas Howell was on it. He was really into it. Is Kathy Griffin on it? She's always on those things. She, maybe. I don't know. They might have been exclusionary to women even in that show. Oh <laughs> it's only white men. It's only white guys. Oh. Um, so they had a commercial in between for illusionist.com. And then, I guess, because I grew up where magic stores were starting to go away. Mm. Um, so I started getting into illusionist, and I ordered this DVD which is like a beginner street magic thing. And I was like, oh, okay, magic doesn't have to be the stuffy. I hate somebody taking out a card and say, pick a card. Like, mm-hmm. unless you're going to do something really crazy from there, like, this is going to be the worst. Yeah, if I walk into a magic show and he's wearing an, an ascot, I just walk right out. <laughs> <laughs> How many magic shows have you walked out of? Uh, three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or any sort of velvet jacket. Sweet. An ascot. I don't like the feel of velvet. What? It's nothing about it is appealing to me. Like I don't think it looks great visually, but like the touch is like, it's like a, it makes my skin crawl. Oh, I and love I hear it. people say like, oh, like like George Costanza. Well, like it's I was Jerry. watching the uh, the Oscars like four or five years ago, and Idris Elba went up on stage to present something. And, you know, he's got these deep voice. He's a very, very handsome, handsome guy. Very handsome. And all the ladies in the room were just, like, cream in their jeans. Like, basements <laughs> flooded everywhere. <laughs> like, How many people were wearing jeans at the Oscars? <laughs> yeah, Andy. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying everyone at this party that oh, I was at, at when we were watching oh, the, the Oscars. Okay. And they're all just saying all this stuff about how hot Idris Elba is. And I'm not denying that. But then they're like, oh, his voice is smooth like velvet. And I was like, have you ever touched velvet? <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Wait, did we watch the Oscars together? I don't. I don't know. I mean, it definitely not. Was it when, here? It it wasn't uh, when we had watched it when I had made this comment. Oh, because I probably was saying the same thing about Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> so it was me. Yeah, that's a daily. That's or it's a yearly. Yeah, like, I could. I can confirm that that happened if we did watch it together. At least I was doing that. I, I, th- I think. And I was wearing jeans. I think you might be the only person I know with an anti-velvet stance, though. I think people are at least like. Neutral to velvet. I like velvet. Velvet's nice. <laughs> Velvet's gross. <laughs> I knew Don't that, at me. I know that. I know that thing. Do like, no. Do at him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that thing. Like it's like it. It just has a weird sensation. Like for me, it's looking at things. If things are too closely lined, like if I open a pepper, like seeing all the seeds in rows, it's ver- visually disturbing to me, and it makes me uncomfortable. Well, because like it, it does that thing. Like when you were a kid and you're on like a long car trip and you're like drawing things in the back of the headrest, the way that material goes, like turns different colors. Like velvet does that, but it's not like fun. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it not fun? <laughs> It'd be fun if it was on Idris Elba's jacket yeah, and Andrew. I got to make different lines up. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'd love to see Idris Elba just like on the red carpet and you're like drawing and he's like, what are you doing? I'm playing tic-tac-toe, man, and I'm winning. <laughs> what the hell is this? Sorry. What the hell are you doing? I'm just loving on you. Tic-tac-toe style. <laughs> X marks the spot. Idris Tic Tac Toe is a very sexy game. It's got the X's and the O's. In. Yeah, it's kisses and hugs. It's kisses and hugs. I feel like we could just keep going, and you would just still be lost in Idris Elba land. Uh, yeah. Oh, I wish I was in that plane with him that went down. Wait, what? Nothing. Was what? he in a plane that? He was crashed? in a plane crash. Uh, in a film with oh. Ken, uh, with Kate Winslet. Is that? I just like freaked film? out. For, I felt super bad for like. Oh no! No no no! I forgot the name of it, but it was. Uh, the whole plot was that they ha- had to rely on each other to survive. So the mountain between us. That's, oh. that's it. So there was a lot of like, we need to snuggle for warmth kind uh-huh. of stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's getting creepy. Not so a Jerry. great movie either, by the way. <laughs> it was a terrible movie. If it wasn't in it, I would not watch it. And I don't think I watched all of it, but like for the parts I did watch, I was very jealous uh, of the snow. Uh, so um, you talked about how like... Um, as a, as a minority, you you get a lot of like uh, crap from other people. Like, talk about that. Like, what 
Like, what, what, what are some examples of situations where you felt like, um, like the magic com- community was being a dick? Oh, for when the magic community was being a dick? It's usually whenever I'm performing in a group, like, with more than one, you know? With more than one magician? Yeah, where it's going to be a few of us. I mean, not always, but it's been a lot of times where they're not fond of me coming up in my funky t-shirt and being so casual with the audience, um, as casual as I am. Um, and yeah, it's just like, they're so, they're just stick with Like, it's really hard to go into like the hard traditions of magic. Cause it's like the way you dress and the way you present routines and stuff like that. Like, it's just what they're looking for. And like, I mean, my friend, my friend recently was defending, he was on some weird news channel and he was defending David, uh, David Copperfield because he got caught up and all that. Like they had to like release. He did. How he, he, did he was, uh, yeah. he had to testify. So yeah. under oath, he told somebody how he did a trick. Yeah. Which is messed up because that's a lot of his livelihood. You yeah. know, It was a big trick too. It's a big trick. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember which one it was? It's the one where it was the uh, he makes an channel. audience members disappear. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, and so my friend on this show uh, went over again. <laughs> the trick was he just went over it again, kind of. Uh, and he showed another trick. Because, like, that's what they wanted on the show was TV. And then he got all this crap from this other magician, magician Justin Miller, who's like, you're fucking telling people how the tricks are done. That's not what magic's all about. There is literally billions of magic tricks and like how are people ever supposed to like, like learn if and also they're like, like the internet is there yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah you can find it if you're looking for and it and so like we pointed out other instances of other people doing it but it was like other white magicians well, <laughs> and like right. and like he had an answer for all of the reasons why that was okay but why my friend did it was not okay and so it's because he wasn't white yeah yeah ugh but yeah so there's like this weird gross stuff that happens all the time like uh, I once showed up and they're like, you're the magician. <laughs> like, it literally oh in that voice, like, you, sir, are the magician? No way. Let me put this martini down so I can talk at His you. monocle popped out of his eye and everything, yeah. <laughs> Mr. But, Peanut. Yeah, so it's, like, really uncomfortable because, like, I don't, like, I, like I, know, I know a lot about magic, but, like, there's obviously people, and it's tough, too, because it's hard to tell why people are giving me a hard time. A lot of times, a lot of magicians are just socially awkward, and that's why they got into it in the first place. But if you ever go to a magic convention, <laughs> which you should try once, but never more than that. Just 100 uh, <laughs> dudes in a, in a convention it, center not talking to each other. Scott's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. No, it's really... I please, I implore one of you to come with me I'll one go. day. I'll go with you. It's really like so interesting to watch these people. Um, that should be our first podcast live, live at the Magician's yeah. Conference. We're yeah. at Magic Con. <laughs> um, do they do it? They do it in here in the city. They just had the biggest magic convention in the East Coast in the history of magic, but I wasn't able to go because oh. it was the same weekend as DCM, even though I didn't do anything for DCM. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. It just, like, wasn't for me. But, like, yeah, they have tons of uh, conventions. Um, and a lot of times the allure is that you get to buy magic that you can't buy anywhere else. Right. Mm. Um, so, like, people are selling tricks they've come up with? Like yeah. That kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Can I ask uh, you, is there yeah. a secret society of magicians that you I'm initiated a- into? There's a lot of those. Yeah. I'm not a, a member of any of them. Okay. Is there like a one that's not a secret, like a union sort of thing? Yeah. Yeah. There's the uh, magi- uh, the Circle Magicians Alliance. Oh, whatever. I don't know the name. See, like, yeah. this is something right here that would irritate somebody else. Like another <laughs> magician. Like, how don't you know? <laughs> Why like, aren't you like, coming to the meetings? <laughs> yeah. I just, for some reason, it bothers them that it's like you can be more than a magician. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's mm. not just pure magic. Like, so I mean. It, <laughs> I'm kind of confused by this, like, how bothered people are that you're doing stuff that's, like, a little different than regular magic. Like, when you look at every magician who's, you know, gone on to have a television special or a TV show or, you know, a a run at a casino somewhere, like, they're always doing something that's, like, a little bit different from the other people. And eventually that kind of becomes the norm a lot of the time. But, like, I... I feel like what's the what's the guy on True TV? Um, oh, Carbonara. Yeah, like yeah. He's doing like very comedic kind of like prank show type magic, right? Yeah, 
Like, do they frown on that? Well, he doesn't reveal anything, so I don't think so. I don't think anybody... Well, I mean, are you revealing stuff? I don't reveal anything other than... Are you the guy from those specials on Fox? <laughs> <laughs> With the mask? With the mask. I almost wish I was. <laughs> that would be really a fun... Magic uh, Secrets reveal. Revealed. Magic Se- There was two of those guys, yeah. too. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, because then there, eventually there's one with like really long hair, and he's like... Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> yuck. Um, yeah. Yuck. There's this guy, Losander. If you guys want to see like the epitome of what a magician looks like, <laughs> like Losander is the worst. Like he's just, I think he's like Eastern European, and he's just got this long hair, and he's always at conventions, and he only has one thing. Like most of these magicians, they have these tables filled with magic, like that you can pick from, right? Yeah. And he has one item. It's a thousand dollars, and he's been trying to sell it every, like anywhere he goes, you know. And it's the floating table. <laughs> oh <laughs> my goodness! He's Wait. just really proud of this one thing. Oh, and he is has the floating table on his like table at the convention, or is the table itself floating? <laughs> the table itself is floating. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you can buy it for a thousand dollars. You can buy it for a thousand bucks. Oh, also, he's like the master of bubble magic. <laughs> 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 See, this is what blows my mind. <laughs> like, how is that not on the fringe of magic? Right. Why is he not getting shit? Because of the shit? way he's, because of his, pre- it's all about presentation. And people, yeah. like, some presentations are A-OK. Well, does my he put presentation's things in the not. bubbles? And then all of a sudden, the bubble, the thing disappears? or He makes it, like, uh, pop and appear somewhere else. Like, uh, okay. yeah, like he manipulates it in like, like, weird it. ways. Yeah, if yeah. we're talking about presentation, you've seen David Blaine, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a well, fucking, a lot of people. It's like paint drying doing magic for you or something. Like, but that's <laughs> the thing with David Blaine is that he's so mirrored to Houdini. Yeah, like his Houdini stunts, was just like, oh yeah. Well, the, me the that's stomach. the opposite of like <laughs> Houdini was more of like the and now you know yeah. like you know like a presentation. I'll go in this tank. Houdini you, is literally the first celebrity that ever existed. Like. Because he knew how to, like, get a crowd. Like, he figured it out before. He's like, hey, come over here. Yeah, get over here. But he knew how to, like, and, like, that's what David Blaine does. He knew how to, like, create these crazy stunts that would just, like, blow people's minds that they had to see. Right. But I'm saying, like, that aside, like, even when he's, like, encased in ice or when he did that, like, when he held his breath for a super long time, they bring him out of this and he's, like, you know, going into shock and everything like that. And he's just like... How, how was the trick? <laughs> <laughs> how did, how did I, I think I think he's gotten better since. Like he's brought more personality yeah, 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 out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if we see him on Jimmy Fallon now with yeah. the roots and like, like when he does his frog thing. It's yeah. just now he's magic is creepier. Like now his illusions actually match his presentation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like more than because before he was just doing magic. You know. Yeah. Do Do you ever watch the Penn and Teller Fool Us? Oh yeah, yeah I love that show. Uh, how often do you know how they did it? So I would say like a good seventy five percent of the time awesome. I know how they yeah. did it. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because I can assume how I would do it too. That doesn't mean that's how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, There's a lot of times where like I figure out how to do it, but it's not the way they're doing it. Okay. How How do you feel about Penn and Teller? Because their whole shtick is like talking about how like this isn't actual magic, like. They don't yeah, reveal yeah. exactly how the trick is done, but they're like super upfront that this is like. Well, they're more mirrored to how I like to present. Yeah, but they're a lot more show many, and they're a lot more knowledge than I am. So they have more respect, and they've served years of magic. So like people respect them. Like people are magicians because of them. Um, I'm a magician partly because of them. You know, I grew up watching them. I guess um, what I mean is like that style. Like that's not frowned upon. Is that no. just because they've had such a long career in this and they've kind of been established, or? Uh, yeah, I would say more like it's long, it's established. It's just in a show where I think what the beef is, I think most of the time is that in a show where I'm going to perform with other magicians, me going off about how we're all liars and it's all bullshit kind of shit on the other <laughs> magicians. I like what but they plan on doing. Yeah. Is that what you say? My main thing you're is like, like this is all bullshit. Kind of, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I do that. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. so that's why you get crap when you're with other magicians <laughs> because you're like, you no, should no, double well, down, man. Make yeah. this your personality. Yeah, I yeah. should just be an asshole, right? Well, yeah. no, no, just like, what's what's like a good descriptor? You should keep Jerry in that. Keep Jerry in yeah. there. You should be like Jerry the blank musician or <laughs> magician. Jerry the agitator. <laughs> Jerry the agitator. That's the thing. I don't mean to agitate them. I, this is actually just dawning on me now, but like. Most of it is like when I, it reminds me 
I used to work at CVS. And uh, the most magical of yeah, all, the most <laughs> magical of all. And I remember we had like this big like inventory thing coming up. Have you ever worked in retail Boring. and had to do inventory? You know how terrifying that is and awful. So and I just made the inventory disappear. And then went home. <laughs> I wish. Um, so we were getting help from all these stores, like other stores were coming in. And like I love I, because I'm such a winner. I worked my way up to like uh, a manager position at the store. And so this white woman came up and she's like, excuse me, I'm such and such from this store. Can I talk to one of the managers, please? And I was like, yeah, I'm one of the managers. Can I help you? And I swear without any exaggeration, she goes, you're the manager? (laughs) 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 And like the guy that she came with... (laughs) And then she took out, then she took out her like paper fan and started yeah, she fades into the ground. And she Vapors. like came, she brought one of her employees and he was right behind her. And he literally was just nodding his head. Like, I'm so oh, sorry. God. <laughs> oh my god! But like that's usually the reaction I get when I'm like showing. You're the magician. You're the magician. Then <laughs> that, like, it's just I don't know. I I think it's something about. The way I dress normally, the big thing, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And like, it does feel like my presentation irritates them because at the end of the show, normally I'm getting feedback from them. Like, you should do it like this. You should do it like that. You from the other do, magicians? Yeah, you should do this like this. Which some most, sometimes is fine if I know you. But if I don't know you, like, don't come Unsolicited? At, yeah, like unsolicited. And then in the same mm-hmm. breath, a magi- uh, an audience member will see us talking and then they'll compliment me and... Like, kind of give, like, a good job to the other guy, right. too, you know? So it's, like, you got to come down, because there's always the... I can, Again, I told you, I could talk about this forever, but, like, there's the magician's magician, which is the worst magician, because this is a magician who's just trying to fool other magicians. <laughs> but, like, it's too much for... Because he's skipping step. He's, like, not A to seeing. He's, mm-hmm. like, A to Ging, you know? So it's, like, too much for an audience to even, like comprehend sometimes i don't know if you guys have ever watched a magic trick and like what was that <laughs> like okay i get yeah. that something happened at the end but what was all of that you well know? that's yeah. that's what i'm wondering like do you think there's a part of this a part of this criticism is that you do something that they can't do i think so yeah. you're very yeah. personable and like you like your presentation style i'm sure is very different from this like mysterious like well putting of air, on of yeah. airs there's a, a tarbell uh books set of books <clears throat> this magician tarbell a long time ago was like we need to like document all this and like have this uh, this is the complete course in magic and um i've gone through the whole thing and like it's very like the first chapter is the history of magic and <clears throat> the very first thing is like um the, the the purpose of it was to make magicians and like like he puts that like makes that really explicitly clear and like people are like well, what's the difference between a magician and somebody that does just tricks, you know? And, like, that's the difference. It's, like, knowing all the ins and outs. So I think sometimes because they see my lackadaisical, like, approach at it, they don't know that I know as much as I do, you know? Mm. Like, I know a lot more than I, like, put out there, you know? And, like, where somebody can work on a construction site and know all the technical turns for the screws and the nuts and the bolts and the hammers and screwdrivers, you know, maybe it's a Phillips, you know, like a Phillips head versus a flathead or even more technical than that, like an 18 inch bit or whatever. I don't know those terms (laughs) in magic. Like I don't have time (laughs) to learn all those terms, but I understand like the process and I understand that. And like, so the thing is that like they're they they define it too like there's people that do tricks and they have enough personality to get them by on stage, but those aren't magicians because they don't know. So like they get confused because they don't. I can't explain all my knowledge to them right. in a minute, and they think I, you're and not I do magician. have that personality where I can just go on stage. You have all of it. Yeah, I have more than they have. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if they could do it, they would. They can't, and I think that they just they see something in you, and it it makes them feel bad about themselves. I'm, I'm curi- just jealous. I'm curious <laughs> where where do you feel like mentalism falls in there? Like people who can just be like, I I will guess the three words that you're going to say, and you know, like, where does that fall? Like, do you do any of that, or so I like I I try to incorporate. I'm actually trying to incorporate more mentalism into my magic because 
believe it or not, like that's actually the magic that invokes the most reaction out of audience members. Mm. Like you would think it's like, I made a tiger disappear, (laughs) (laughs) but it's more of like road. You know, like, <laughs> yes, that was the word I was thinking of, road. What? Like, for some reason, that elicits more of an emotion out of people. I, I um, understand why, because, because like, I get that you didn't really make the tiger disappear. Like, there's a mirror or some shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you weren't in my brain. Mm-hmm. There's no way you could have possibly gotten into my brain to think of that word. Or and could then, you? Yeah, or could well, you? could you? Sometimes you can. I mean, that's part of sometimes yeah. there's pre-work show and sometimes you can um, infer things into people's minds or you can get information from them ahead of time. Well, you know? I mean, speaking of what you said before of like people not having something in their hand, I think that's why it disturbs people even more because like you're not coming with anything to do this trick. It's just like out of thin air. Yeah. Literally. It's that's the most out of thin air you can possibly. Whereas like, thing, yeah. so when I was a child, I, I dabbled <laughs> in, in magic. Did you have Mr. Blackwell? I did not. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I don't, there was like a really old uh, book that had been passed down to me and I took a couple oh. of things from that. Uh, and I remember, <laughs> um, so I must've been like 14 or something like that. Uh, and some kids in my class had started smoking. Like, I wasn't like a huge fan of that, but I, I saw an opportunity to use a trick <laughs> that I had learned when I was like eight. Uh, do you mind if I re- reveal this? Oh, cool. It's not really like big. It's just like I would pull a match, a lit match out of my pocket. Um, and the way that worked was I took a, um, I took the side strip of a matchbox, I folded it over a clothespin and used a uh, like a, a rubber band that you would use on like braces uh, around that with the match inside the fold of the the the, the strike pad. Yeah. And I would just pin that inside my pocket, and then when you pull it out, it's it pulls lit. against the strike pad, and then it's lit right when you bring it out. And I never got to use it because I realized like an hour in, I was like, I could walk around with this in my pocket forever and never have the opportunity <laughs> to do this. But that's nobody's ever asking me for a light. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally another thing that people you have to dislike. Th- when I you think about it, you're like, you had to have that on you. Exactly. The whole time. Right. I don't fuck around like that. <laughs> I don't carry shit around <laughs> with me. Magic is fucking expensive. So like I'm not like gonna have forty Wait, things on my pocket <gasps> to like, yeah. And it's crazy. So like I'm glad you bring that up because it's like well, something that bugs me too, like to think that people want to see magic in the middle of the day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I've been, I've been to parties where people are super drunk, and there's one guy who does magic, and everybody's like, "Do another trick," and he's like, oh, "Fine." He's like super reluctant, but you can tell he like he, he secretly it. loves oh, it. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Okay, can I get a quarter?" And like I had a quarter, and I gave it to him, and he did this thing where he like bent it with his teeth or something like that. But like, I know he didn't. He, has a bent <laughs> right. he was walking around with a bent quarter in his pocket, yeah. like just yeah. in case. Someone said, Do I kind of admire that yeah. to an extent. You don't have to. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, the, like that's something you can think back to. Like, it's a lot easier to think, like, oh, he probably had a quarter that he bent at his house and he's yeah. been carrying it around, yeah. as opposed to, like, you're rarely going to, like, think deep into, like, oh, he probably suggested this earlier on, and when he touched me on the shoulder, this happened. And, like, you're yeah. not going to dissect it the same way you would something, like a physical trick in front of you. Yeah. Or, like, there's a picture of something over here that, you know, everyone had to walk by, so people are probably still, like, it hit their brain. Like, when I do card tricks, I like to, and I know I'm going to do magic, I do stuff that's a little bit more... <laughs> You're like, I don't accidentally do magic. <laughs> yeah, I never, like, accidentally do magic. <laughs> sure you do. Every time you take a girl out, and look at her. So then never, because I don't take girls out. <laughs> I haven't been on a date in a really long time. Ladies, ladies. There's a catch in the room. It's not a catch. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's, um, that's, uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I forgot where we fell off. I got uh, distracted by how so horrible you, I So when you do have, uh, when you know you're going to do magic, mm-hmm. and so you have cards, you try to do things that are a little bit more. Oh, yeah, my, mag- my card magic is a lot more like, like I said, I, the worst thing somebody can say is like, pick a card to me. So like, if I am going to make somebody pick a card, I'm going to make it like, worth their while. I like pushing cards through glass. Oh. I like having the card show up in unusual places or in an unusual way. Like your butt? Like your butt. I've had it come out of my butt 
I've had it. I've, I, I, well, because like it was like an interesting time where I was like, I'm doing comedy and I do magic. How do I put these things together? And it was awful at first. Like, <laughs> it was really bad. I was just like really just doing the most basic like, jokes. Everything's coming out of my butt. Yeah, yeah. everything comes out of my butt. <laughs> Where'd or that my, quarter go? <laughs> in my <Your> butt. butt? <laughs> <laughs> I might have to revisit this butt magic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if you you could put a classified ad out there that just says like Jerry Burgos butt magic, <laughs> and you'd get a ton of response. It might not be the kind of response you want, yeah. but you'd get response. I'll be shut. Either down. for exercise, get paid first. Or... Yeah, I gotta get paid up front for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's the name of a special, right? Yeah, I was Jerry, once trying Gluteus to... Maximus. I was once trying to come up with this show called Nothing But Birds because I don't like doing magic tricks with birds. Like I hate them. Yeah. And this came out because somebody was asking me like if I had a rabbit, which I don't, but I there's a place that I can rent rabbits from and it costs the same to rent a rabbit as it does to rent an assistant for the day. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like yeah, it's the exact same price. It's Wait, crazy. so assistants do they come um in every gender and every race or is it typically usually like a lady? The no, it's usually like a young kid, okay. like a teenager. Oh, like an assistant just to, like, carry stuff, not, like... Yeah, like, to carry stuff and, like, crowd control. Like, I don't like people fucking with my shit or, like, trying to okay. help me or interject themselves into my yeah. stuff. I, I assume by that you... What I was picturing, because we had referenced earlier, like, the just women in bikinis thing, that there's oh, yeah. just people who professionally just, like, look at that. Like, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> like, well, Marissa Stewart is supposed to be my... Assistant, because I'm trying to put up oh, together like a magic show. Yeah, she'll be great, and she knows exactly what to do now. Yeah, I've, I've been priming her for this. Fantastic. She might wind up being the star of the show. She, uh, she just might. That she's a very dynamic lady. I, I don't want to ruin your trick, but I think everybody already knows that she has come pre-cut in half. So, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just connected by magnets. I think we're gonna, sure. I think we're gonna so. have to have her on the podcast following the show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get her thoughts. It's like just me, or are you cut in half? Uh, it's I'm cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Any other questions before we get into the uh, speed round? What was the worst gig you ever had? I was telling Dustin about this uh, earlier, um, but I once was on this improv team and we wanted to connect. So we decided to meet up at Prospect Park and drop acid. Uh, oh, my and God. Like hang out for the day, you know. But that same morning, I got a phone call begging me to, if I could do a magic show in Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> and they were going to pay me uh, a lot of money for it. So I did the acid. And I was like, all right, guys, I got to go to Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> acid takes 12 hours. <laughs> so I was driving to Connecticut high out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and like I got to the party and like I like I've done the same act for a long time. Like I just swap out a few different routines. Um, but the general thing is the same. So <laughs> I was just all on muscle memory, like but like in a whole other world. Like they were watching what I usually do, but in my mind I was doing something else. Like yes. I uh, um and I <laughs> I was cleaning up after and like in my mind, I kept working out bits for some reason, like, because I was just, like, so high. And I was like, I'm just going to keep coming back, and I'm going to take off one piece of clothes every time I go back there, and I'm going to wind up naked. They're going to love it. And I'm like, no, you're high. Don't Not do a it. good idea. And then the guy tipped me. Really? Yeah, so It yeah, must yeah. have been great. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it would have been really funny if you were just standing there, and you thought in your head you were doing the entire show, and you were just standing still, and they were just <laughs> watching you stand still. I'm just there in frozen Looking. state. <laughs> like, this is mesmerizing. <laughs> so engaging. <laughs> this is art, really. Uh, all right. Anything else? Speed round. Speed round. Speed round. Uh, what is your Just Me movie? The movie that only you like. Oh, I, I, it's a tough one, but I'm going to say Cable Guy. I know a lot of people do like it, but it's a traditionally bad movie. Mm -hmm. um, so I will go with Cable Guy. I love that movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. I, for me, that's one of those movies. It's, um, <laughs> you know, like when you tell the same joke like 50 times consecutively and it's funny and then it stops being funny 
and then it's really funny, and then it stops being funny, and then it's really funny again. That's Cable Guy. Yeah, the table for me. standing yeah. so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> That's a movie I quote regularly, but like yeah, people don't, don't know. know Every yeah. time I've played basketball since Cable Guy came out, I've been like, "Give me the rock, <laughs> <laughs> give me the rock, I'm open." <laughs> what did they say? Uh, oh man, forget. I'm gonna watch the movie later. <laughs> uh, like, and also just like uh, just to throw a real bad one in there, a runner-up is The Wizard, starring Fred <laughs> Savage and uh, Bo Bridges. I watched that movie a billion times. When what I was is a that? Kid. It's about this kid. I think they these two brothers they lose or three brothers. Um, but two of them go run away. I think they lost their mom or something like that. Anyway, they run off to Los Angeles because the kid is like an idiot savant at video games. And so he, (gasps) I saw this, he travels to like California or Nevada or something like that to enter into this video game competition. I think he winds up winning it. He does. It's a great movie, and it's just like Spoiler a alert. it's like a journey buddy movie because like on the way they have to like earn money, so they're like hustling video games with people. You gotta watch The Wizard. It's pretty great. <laughs> I like to think that's the sequel to Over the Top. <laughs> I love the premise of that. This the guy, Wizard or Over the Top? Over the Top. He's like, I'm gonna win my son back through an arm wrestling competition. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's so outlandish. I know. But also, he's a truck driver. He's a truck driver. Yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna win custody. I, that's right, it was perfect though because you could just you could just like practice your arm wrestling. And you while remember you're that driving. like that pivotal move where you like see the thumb go up and the hand yeah. reaches up and he just <laughs> over the top, <laughs> son. Sorry, get very emotional. <laughs> um, what's your just me uh, food? Uh, man, I guess I gotta go with like I really love falafel. I can eat that. By the ball, <laughs> any time of so day. So many balls of falafel. I love balls of falafel. Falafelly really good. good. Yeah, falafelly good. Boo. <laughs> yep. That was Jamie's joke, by the way. I just repeated it. Right, but you had the opportunity to not. I don't. I don't, I don't need to take credit. It's a speed that. round. I'm just going. <laughs> Thunderdome. Uh, music. Oh, I love so much music. I feel like it's the greatest gift that we don't appreciate as people enough. I really do feel like that. And that's actually my real dream would be to like be able to make music. So I have, that's a really hard question. Um, But growing up, like Michael Jackson was like my number one jam. I mean, and now it's just, there's so much beautiful music. It's hard to say what's my yeah, favorite. I'm gonna, but is there something that like? Yeah, I'm gonna have to not accept Michael Jackson as the just something you. that like. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's just you like, haven't found somebody who has the same affinity for it that you have. So okay, I got you. So uh, so oh, somebody that's like not popular, right? I guess. Oh, okay. I love. I mean, it's like a low stakes thing, but like if you uh, were gonna say like right said Fred, we'd be like, okay, nobody still listens to right said <laughs> yeah. Fred. But like, yeah, yeah, I see, I get it now with Michael Jackson. Air yeah. supply. I was just going with like why with like the number one person for me, but like, um, oh man, it's that tough. I love the Struts. The Struts are really fun. They're a really fun like British rock band. They remind me of Queen a lot. Um, and I saw them live once, and that was fun. Huh. Um, if you like Queen, I would say I strongly suggest listening to the Struts. Cool. Uh, and finally, crush. Oh, yes, I love asking this question. Celebrity crush. Oh man, my celebrity crush. That's so tough. Another tough. So many. Tough You're questions. just me, celebrity crush. My right. Just me, celebrity crush. Nobody else has a crush on that celebrity. Just me. Okay. And it could be like a a character that they play. It doesn't have to be them, but like a character on TV or you know, film, literature. Oh, I know, no, I actually know who it is. It's Jack Black. I love Jack Black, and I know a, a lot of people love Jack Black too but I, I think he's an underrated actor uh, and he's one of the greatest vocalists of all time he's such a great musician <laughs> yeah. like Tenacious D is literally the greatest rock band that ever lived yeah. like, I'm gonna see them perform in November I'm so excited about I saw it. them I saw them play a couple of times and it is it is the best show ever it is, and it's like it's 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 a concert and but yeah. it's yeah. a spectacular it's insane. They had a giant dick bird. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> and it's like so great. I'm gonna rock your socks off. Yeah, they're just fantastic. And like all of his movies, like uh, I mean, he's really fallen off a little bit. But like, Be Kind, Rewind, and uh, School of Rock, The and Holiday, The Holiday. I anything Jack I Black. I hate I'm up that with. movie. Yeah, it's because you're not a woman. <laughs> 
I, I think it's because it's a bad movie. <laughs> it's a bad movie, but it's a holiday special, and um, they they're in a there's an category. Ewok holiday special. That's bad. Like there, <laughs> I this I will I I stand by my <laughs> my hatred of the holiday. It doesn't make any sense. That's your you hate movie. Andy, do you also hate love? Actually, <laughs> love actually. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. <laughs> Which is also a holiday movie. Yeah, I'm waiting for you to be right, but that's like a but like <laughs> that one gets a pass. I feel like that one's so good though. That love actually. Right, and everyone says that. Yeah. How often is somebody like, oh, the holiday is so good. Once Never. every holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Once every holiday. Bill season. Nye though in in Love Actually, that's everything. That was great. That is he is everything. I love him so much. All right. Well, just Jerry. me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Where can where can folks see you performing? Oh my gosh, where can you not see me performing? <laughs> uh, the Armory uh, Fridays at nine thirty doing improv. Not every, but you should go anyway because everybody's really great. Um, Armory Sketch on Wednesdays. Our first show's August fifteenth. Uh, you can catch me at the People's Improv Theater. <laughs> I'm also on a house team there on Wednesdays. Um, and uh, don't. I don't have a website, but I probably will by the end of the year. So friend me on Facebook <laughs> to stay up on all my <laughs> updates because um, I have a solo show coming out and it would mean the yeah. world to me. And, and set a calendar time. reminder in six months to check for JerryBurgos.com. <laughs> yeah. I, I, listen, I guarantee you JerryBurgos.com is not taken. So just <laughs> note it. Note it. And don't, like, don't take it now that he said that. Yeah, because I don't yeah. care. Oh, squad. That would be awful. Yeah. We'll come get you. That would be unfair. Mm-hmm. Then I wouldn't be able to and afford we my make tiny you home. <laughs> disappear. Yeah. Right. What is that? Is that a threat? No, it's magic. It's a promise. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. This was very delightful. This was not the worst thing I've ever done. <gasps> oh, can we just say at the beginning of this, it, this <laughs> podcast almost was about how Jerry's uh, notoriously bad at podcasts. But... um. It's. I, I think you did it really well. You did really well. It was a really good job. I, Out of ten, I give it a four. Uh, <laughs> I think your streak is broken. I, I think this was very engaging. Okay, thank we'll, you. We'll let the fans decide. We'll let the fans decide. All right. Comment below. Uh, friend me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Dirk. Thank you. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye. Bye.